Fire is a beast. The Prophet ﷺ explained that it will come on the Day of Judgment with 70,000 ropes on it. Brothers and sisters, that right there is a beautiful sunset. That right there is the beautiful sea. And this right here is a beautiful Maserati Grand Cabrio. That's right, right out in Dubai, we're doing it big. Let's get into the car, talk a bit about the episode. If you're looking for a nice, fast, powerful, loud luxury car look no further this has got you the seats are extremely extremely comfortable the car feels sporty there's carbon fiber trim across the dashboard there's carbon fiber on the steering wheel carbon fiber on the wing mirrors but at the same time it's got an air of class to it this is a serious car i can't lie but the one thing i love the most is the sound let's check it out and the sportiness carries on at the back. Here, we've got this carbon fiber spoiler. We've got a fat diffuser, twin tailpipes. Let's see how they sound. Woo! No EPF filters here, bro. No filters here, go on, rev it up, rev it up. And with that said, let's get into the episode. Scholars are in unanimous agreement that the greatest reminder that you can give to a human is Allah is watching. What are some of the fruits of having, you know, living your life with the mindset that Allah is watching? Being wary of Allah. Some of us are more scared of the CCTV cameras watching us than Allah. Some are more scared of the police watching us than Allah. Some are more scared that our parents will catch us slipping than Allah. Yeah. Sheikh Muhammad al-Amin al-Shalqiti said there's not a single page of the Quran that you turn over except Allah is reminding you he's watching you. Whoever stares that is scared of that standing, that day when he stands before his Lord, he will not have Jannah. He'll have two Jannah. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Amma ba'd, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode of Ride Out in Dubai In today's episode, we are in the Maserati Grand Cabrio Which as you probably already heard from the intro, sounds very nice A lot of burning and, uh, and yeah, this one just happens to be a convertible uh, but obviously for the actual podcast we'll have the top up rather than down because otherwise the wind would be too loud now anyway 
something I want to talk about today is something I've noticed while being here is obviously a lot of people are on this speed thing. Everyone wants to go fast, everyone wants to go, you know, make their car loud and known. Um, I'm one of them myself, I like to make the car loud and known within the limits. Uh, but you see some people there zooming and then they'll see a camera and they'll slow down. Mm. And then they'll speed up again, they'll see a camera, they'll slow down. And they speed up again, see a camera, slow down. So what I observe from that, and it's something which is obviously everyone knows, is that when you know that someone or something of authority is watching you, your behavior changes. And we see it with police, we see it with cameras. But why is it that we don't see it when it comes to Allah? So the first question I would like to ask you, Imran, is why? Surely Allah deserves to be you know, in people's minds and you know, that oh, Allah's watching me more than a speed camera or more than a police officer, for example. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah amma ba'd. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Absolutely, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has more rights to be feared. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَلَا تَخَافُوهُمْ وَخَافُونِ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Don't fear them, fear me, if indeed you are, you are believers, okay? Um, now the reality of the matter is that if a person was conscious that Allah is watching him, he would be scared, okay? He would be, he would be scared. Now, the people who are scared of Allah are the ones who are conscious Allah is watching them, okay? Yeah. You are scared of the cameras because you know the camera is watching you and you know the consequences that can come as a result of that camera catching you, mm. speeding. You're scared of the feds because you're scared of the consequences. You know the consequences that will come as a result of the feds catching you, the police catching you, yeah. doing something wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then the problem here is the reason why you're not scared of Allah is because you don't know Allah, you don't know the consequences that come as a result of violating Allah's rights. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, the only ones who really fear Allah the way He deserves to be feared are the people of knowledge, the scholars, the ulama, the ahlul ilm, the people of knowledge. That's why another hadith the Prophet sallallahu said, "Inna atqakum wa'alamukum, inna atqakum wa'alamukum billahi ana." Sahih al-Bukhari hadith. The Prophet sallallahu said, "The one who fears Allah the most and knows Allah the most from amongst you is me." Meaning, I fear Allah the most because I know Allah the most from amongst you. So yeah. the one who has the most knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will, uh, it will eventually lead him towards having the most fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's what it comes down to, not knowing who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. So if that's the problem, what's the solution? I mean, I, mean, I think it's quite self-explanatory in that come to know who Allah is, but how does one go about doing that? So again, you have to study Tawheed. Tawheed is a study of who Allah is. His, his greatest right, which is to be worshipped alone. His lordship, which is the things that he does, and his names and his attributes. And I'll give you an example. Let me give you a taster. I want to give you an ayah today that's really scary, Wallahi. You know the scholars, they mentioned Muhammad al-Amin al-Shanqiti in his, in his tafsir Adwal Bayan. He mentioned that the scholars are in unanimous agreement that the greatest reminder that you can give to a human is, Allah is watching you. A man's in the middle of a sin, he's about to what, fornicate with a woman, drink alcohol, listen to music, steal, rob, violate, oppress someone. He say, Ittaqillah. Allah is watching. Fear Allah, Allah is watching. Suddenly he'll pause, he'll stop. But that's for one who knows who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And I mentioned an ayah on this topic that really, really should, 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 should scare a person. That should, to show how much Allah is watching. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said مَا يَكُونُ مِنْ نَجْوَى ثَلَاثَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ رَابِعُهُمْ That when people sit in private gatherings, in secret gatherings It's interesting why, uh, it's interesting that secret gatherings and private gatherings I mentioned this because people usually do what in private? Sins Sins, okay So مَا يَكُونُ مِنْ نَجْوَى ثَلَاثَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ رَابِعُهُمْ You don't ever come together in a group of three, privately To do something in secret Except that Allah is the fourth watching Knowledgeable, listening Observing what's taking place Subhanahu wa ta'ala You sit in a group of three You roll up some weed Group of three To do some harab Group of three To, to, to plan a heist To plan a move To run up for someone Does that make sense? Yeah. Group of three You plan something Except that Allah is the fourth Allah was Present with his knowledge And a part of that وَلَا خَمْسَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ سَادِسُهُمْ and you don't even sit in a private group of five Except that Allah was the sixth And you don't sit in a group smaller than that For example two A man and a woman yeah. You bring her into a room Just you and her yeah. In a corner somewhere In an alley which you and her You and two guys Husband and wife Husband's oppressing his wife in the bedroom He's beating her, he thinks no one's here but What? Just him and her, Allah is there The woman's oppressing the husband She thinks no one can see this, no one's gonna see this Allah is there Whatever you're doing It could be what? More, hundreds of you You can come with your gang, tough, hard bodied No one's gonna step to you Allah is watching, Allah is there Allah said accept that Allah is there with them He's there with them He's there with them subhanahu wa ta'ala Wherever they may be You could be what? In the darkness You could be what? In the open You could be what? In a tunnel You could be what? In space You could be what? In the sea You could be hidden You could be where there's no cameras Wherever you are Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there with you In his knowledge Then Allah said And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will inform them of what they did He'll inform them of what he did with that girl He'll inform them when they were in the group of three, four, five, six, less or more Wherever they were, Allah will inform them of all of that which they were doing Good or bad? Good or bad? Inna Allah bikulli shay'in alim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has knowledge of each and every single little thing Everything Allah has knowledge Nothing escapes his knowledge So be shy of Allah be shy of him, brothers and sisters. Wallahi, be shy. He sees. You want to like your mother to see you what? Masturbating. Yet you show it to Allah. You want to like your friends to catch you watching pornography. But you show it to Allah. Even if you had a pet, you wouldn't feel comfortable in front of the pet. But if there was a disabled person in the room, you wouldn't feel bashing in front of him. You wouldn't feel comfortable. You mean like blind and deaf and everything. Yeah. Blind and deaf, you say, you know what? I can't masturbate in front of this. Tell us what? There's a dead body there, you wouldn't masturbate. You feel what? Wow, dead body, you have to respect it. Why have you made Allah lower in your eyes than a dead body? So Imam Ahmed would say, don't make Allah from those who are the lowest. So, Barakallahu Feek, what are some of the fruits of having, you know, living your life with the mindset that Allah is watching you? Being wary of Allah. The, f the first thing is that because you'll you be scared of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, You'll be conscious of what you do So everything you do will be good As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Alam ya'lam Bi'anna Allah yara Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Does he not know That Allah sees all So when you live that life 
that person who's sinning, does he not know that Allah sees? That girl, that what she's doing, the way she's dressed, she's showing off to the men, but does she not know that Allah also sees? Like whatever sin that you do, do you not know that Allah sees? Allah sees? So when you live that life knowing that Allah sees, then what happens? You live life in a good way. You pattern up, you live good, yeah. you behave. You want to do good deeds, you don't want to do bad deeds now because Allah is seeing, that's the first benefit. Because you're scared. The second benefit that comes with fear is what? When you're scared, Allah will give you Jannah. Look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. Fear of Allah leads to paradise. Go on. You, you don't know this? I know you know it. You're, just, you're doing that thing for the people. <laughs> Look at this ayah, yeah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَلِمَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ جَنَّتَانِ Whoever fears the standing before his Lord. One day you're going to stand before your Lord, right? One day you're going to stand before your Lord, right? Whoever stares that is scared of that standing, that day when he stands before his Lord, he will not have Jannah. He'll have two Jannah. How? What are they? Two Jannahs, two gardens in paradise. But it's for who? The one who's scared. I was in here, he'll actually have two. He'll have two gardens okay, okay. in paradise. Okay. So the ones who are scared of Allah, وَلِبَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ جَنَّتَانِ Who have two. Shall I tell you the second thing that happens? That when you know Allah is watching you. One thing is fear, right? Yeah. And because of the fear you pattern up and then because of it you get paradise. So people who are scared of Allah get paradise. Yeah. Guess what? You know when you're scared of Allah? Yeah. You get, so you know when you know Allah is watching you? Yeah. It's not just fear. You also get hope. How? Because you know that Allah who's watching me is going to take care of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, if you know Allah is watching you, you're scared to not do anything wrong. But when you know Allah is watching you, you're also hopeful. Because Allah sees you when you're broke. He won't let you down. Allah sees you when you're scared. He won't leave you what? In harm. Allah sees you that you're weak, so he'll give you strength. Allah sees that you're struggling somewhere. He'll, 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 he'll patch it up for you. Look what Allah said. Wala tahinu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, don't become weak. Wala tahzanu. And don't become sad. Don't become weak, don't become sad. Why? You're going to have the upper hand. Allah will give you the upper hand. You will have victory in Gundam meaning if you're believers. Who are the believers? The ones who know Allah is watching. So if you know Allah is watching you, you're, no, you're confident. Allah said, don't become weak. Don't become sad. Why am I going to be sad? Allah is watching me. Allah is going to take care of me. This problem in front of me, Allah is going to remove it. He sees this. He sees this. You could call the police, nine, nine, nine. I'm not saying don't call the police if you're in trouble. Yeah. But you call the police because you're in trouble. Yeah. You have CCTV cameras in your house. To yeah. so ward off what? CCTV cameras give you hope. You put security measures, alarms inside your house, your office. Why? To give you hope. So it gives you reassurance. Yeah, but yeah, you should yeah. have more hope that Allah was watching from before. But who is it that wants that Allah's hope benefits? In Kuntum meaning? Allah said, don't become sad. Don't become weak. You have the upper hand. If you're believers, if you're not true believers, then become weak, then become sad, for you will not have the upper hand, for you are not true believers. Do you understand? Yeah. And the last and final thing that I mentioned on this, inshallah ta'ala, is that when you know that Allah is watching you, then and, 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 and you are scared, when you know that Allah is watching you and you're scared of Allah, yeah. you will now no longer need to be scared of other things. What do you mean? If you're scared of Allah, you don't have to be scared of other things. You know why? Why? Because you know 
that when you're scared of Allah, Allah grants you safety from everything else. Look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. He said, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, So which of the two groups has more right for security, to be safety? Allah says, The ones who believe. Fear of Allah is a central component of Iman, yeah. right? Yeah. So they believe, and then they don't come with any shirk. They worship Allah alone. So they worship Allah alone. Right? Yeah, boom, just oppression. But in the ayah in Surah Al-Uqman, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna shirka la azim. The greatest oppression is shirk. And the Prophet explained the ayah in that way. So anyone who believes in Allah comes with the components of Iman, hope, fear, love of Allah, reliance upon Allah, all the components of Iman. He comes with Tawheed, he comes with all of this, he comes with Iman on his tongue, his heart, and his actions, his limbs. And what happens? And then he doesn't come with any shirk. <coughs> I mean, some of us are more scared of the CCTV cameras watching us than Allah. Some are more scared of the police watching us than Allah. Some are more scared that our parents will catch us slipping than Allah. Some of us have made the human beings equal to Allah when it comes to seeing. If not, we've made them greater to Allah than it comes to seeing. They don't come with any shirk. Allah said, what would they have? They will have safety. What kind of safety? Complete safety. So you will now no longer have to be scared of things that scare you. Why? Because you know that Allah is watching you and He's keeping you safe. You have the Iman, you don't come with shirk, and now you don't have to be scared of anything else because you're scared of Allah. So in summary, to summarize inshallah ta'ala, to know that Allah is watching you inherits the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has many benefits. It causes you to fix up. It also causes you to have hope. Also causes you to have paradise. Also causes you to have safety. Complete safety. So when you're, when you look, when you're scared of Allah, when you're scared of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you're not scared of anything else. You don't have to be scared of anything else. And now the final thing is what we mentioned at the beginning. How does one acquire this? Knowledge. Ya ikhwatul kirab. Ya akhawat. Knowledge. Knowledge. Learn Allah, learn Tawheed, learn La ilaha illallah. Learn these things. Wallahi, these cars are nothing. Wallahi, these things that you want in this world are nothing. Look at these episodes that we're recording in Dubai. People love it. وَمَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ خَيْرٌ لِلْأَذَرَارِ وَمَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ what, what is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is That which is what Allah is better What Allah has is better All of these things that you have in this Wallahi, What Allah has is better my brothers and sisters Allah has better subhanahu wa ta'ala That's better Wallahi. What's one thing If you don't mind me asking uh, Before we conclude In your personal life That you feel that you do That some people might have a you know screensaver That says Allah is watching you or you know, a ringtone. I don't know. Allah's watching. Or I don't know. Like, what's one thing that you do just to you know? Maybe it might benefit other people as well. I'll tell you what I do now, and I tell you what I used to do. Go on. Um. So what I do now is I read the Quran. As in, like you made it like a daily routine. Of course, it has to be a daily routine, right? The things I understand. Well, I'm not gonna make. I'm not. I'm not an expert. I'm not a professor. I don't know the Quran extensively like that. Yeah. But because I'm a, I'm a student and I study and I learn the Arabic language and I and I and I try to memorize the Quran and I try to and I try to learn the tafsir of the of those verses. Yeah. When I'm going through when I'm reading the Quran every day, even when I'm just doing my revision, my muraja'ah, yeah. 
Wallahi it's affecting me so much because I'm coming across these ayat. You know this concept of Allah watching you? Yeah. Sheikh Muhammad Al-Amin Al-Shankriti said there's not a single page of the Quran that you turn over except Allah is reminding you he's watching you. So when you have a, a companionship with the Quran, you're constantly reminded. You're constantly reminded. But what I used to do was I used to put verses that would touch me on my phone, on my screensaver. Like for example, if a person has fitna of women, you should put the the, the punishments. Uh, so you mentioned the the the, 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 uh, the verses from Yusuf alayhi salam. Um, if he's got a certain sin that he does on his phone, remind himself of what the punishment of uh, hellfire on his phone. You yeah. know, some people are motivated by by you know by uh, by uh, mercy and reward. Yeah. So then you know, put a hadith of you get this much reward if you do this. So you remind yourself. You know what I'm saying? And also another thing is to eliminate the things that you will do sinning. For example, you know, if you sin privately on your on your laptop, then don't get a laptop, get a desktop and put it in the family room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those kind of things. Khair, inshallah. We'll end it there. Jazakallah khair. No, very, very beneficial, man. What are your thoughts on the car? Alhamdulillah, it's a nice car. It's quite a stiff car, isn't it? Suspension-wise. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> it feels a bit stiff. But I'm saying, look, we're in a tunnel. So don't put it down the all the way. No, 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 it's too much, too much. Can't hear it now. No, no, no. Put it higher, this much, this much, this much. A little bit higher. So we'll slow down and we'll do a quick sound check of the car just to see what it sounds like. So it's the first time putting it in small boat since we started the, uh, the episode. study mannerisms the same way they would study knowledge that marriage completes an individual's deen that a woman or marriage is half of the deen mm -hmm. me personally I don't follow that opinion that the hadith is authentic so then what is half the deen or what is the deen comprised around he said if a person possesses four characteristics these four characteristics he is never going to uh, be worried he is never going to be harmed even if the whole dunya is taken away from him it's all about Implementing and learning manners because what you think might be good manners might not necessarily be good manners.